Hey, this is Nick here. I wanted to send a quick message to the founders out there. If you're raising your first round of capital and you're not located in the Bay Area, New York City, or Boston, we'd love to connect with you. Newstack leads deals for founders that don't fit the standard Silicon Valley profile and are located in undercapitalized areas. If that describes you, or if you know a startup that fits that description, please send us an email. It's team at newstack.vc. Now here's a word from our partners. This episode of TFR is brought to you by Pacific Western Bank. Pacific Western is the leading provider of venture debt and banking services to startups, growth stage companies, and their investors. Go to pacwest.com to learn more. Welcome to the podcast about investing in startups, where existing investors can learn how to get the best deal possible. And those that have never before invested in startups can learn the keys to success from the venture experts. Your host is Nick Moran, and this is The Full Ratchet. On this special investor story segment, the experts illustrate some of the most important lessons they've learned about startup investing and how that has changed their approach. Here's the segment called Lessons Learned. On today's special segment, we have Jonathan Struhl of Indicator Ventures. Jonathan, have you made an investment that didn't work out, which has caused you to adapt or improve your approach? If so, what did you learn and how has it changed what you invest in? I'm going to specifically focus on consumer-facing apps. I would say five out of 10 deals I see are a consumer app with no revenue plan. And I'm not talking advertising, right? Everyone says, I will get advertising dollars once I have a big enough audience. It's really tough to scale and it needs to be done really quickly or else it's a big failure. A bad launch equals game over at the end of the day. I don't like lottery ticket investments. I've been burned as an angel and I've obviously learned my lesson. Either they fail quickly or they grow like wildfire. And that's really, it's a bet. We're not in a game of betting. We would like to have downside protection. We love revenue and we'd love to be able to build a sustainable business. And, and consumer apps with no revenue plan are really tough. One of the hardest things to do is to get someone to download an app on their phone. And then close to impossible is have a consumer keep that app on their phone and use it monthly or even daily. So that's a space that I've learned a lot about and I'm trying to stay away from as much as possible. Not saying that I wouldn't invest in the space, but I'd be very wary and I would make sure that there was some sort of revenue plan aside from just strictly advertising. On today's special segment, we have John Houston. John, have you made an investment that didn't work out, which caused you to adapt or improve your approach? If so, what did you learn and how has it changed the way that you invest? I have made many more investments that did not work out than I probably have extracted lessons learned from. (laughs) But I'd like to delude myself into thinking that for every total loss, I've learned something. The most important thing I've learned to just focus on the likelihood that it can be a good investment for me as opposed to whether it's really a cool technology. I love to say that looking back over my losses, there's an inverse relationship between the extent to which I really understood the technology and how fast I wrote my check. To say it another way, I have found as I look back, particularly in high-tech deals I invested in, I really only learned about the technology a few years later. The less I understood it, the more I liked it. (laughs) And the faster I invested it. (laughs) Yeah. 
I always say that the stuff I really know well, I scrutinize and I ask a million questions because I understand the questions to ask. And, and the things I don't understand well, I just don't even know all the questions that need to be asked. Yeah. As an example, I was a commercial banker for 30 years, as, as I've mentioned, and I have absolutely no interest in investing in any company whose primary client base is going to be uh, big financial institutions. <laughs> and the reasons for that are, first of all, I think on the one hand, I know an awful lot about financial institutions, having squandered 30 years of my life in that sector. And then on the other hand, I realize, but you know, I left the industry and retired 15 years ago. So probably everything I thought I knew is no longer relevant. Sure. And then I just don't have any interest in it anymore. It's much easier to write into things you don't understand. Is the big lesson learned there been that you try and invest in things you understand better? Or have you changed the sectors or the verticals that you focus on? What I've tried to do, since there's very little I think I really understand, I've tried to rely very heavily on the members of the Ohio Tech Angels who do understand it. As you can imagine, with a group uh, that large, it's difficult to come up with any sector where we don't have a handful of people who have worked in it and actually have stayed current or are still working in it. So that's one of the beauties of a large angel group because you put together the due diligence team with people that know the questions to ask. And so what I've done in the last five years, rarely will I write a check into a deal that has not gone through the Ohio Tech Angel Fund gauntlet. I used to do a lot of side deals, but now I really want to rely on the combined expertise of our members. At this point, if you're a VC, you've heard of Carta. You've probably even accepted securities from a portfolio company on the platform. It feels like every new company is using Carta, and there's already 16,000 VC-backed companies on the platform. They also offer tools and services for VCs like fund administration. Carta has an army of fund accountants delivering high-quality service and dedicated teams of engineers constantly improving the functionality of their user-friendly investor platform with in-app quarterly reporting, real-time fund metrics, LP portals, and more. It's also easy to switch from an existing fund administrator or to augment your in-house team with their service. Learn more about their services at carta.com forward slash investors. And this episode of TFR is brought to you by Pacific Western Bank. Pacific Western specializes in providing financial services to startups, growth stage companies, and their investors, helping to navigate financial obstacles by providing access to funds and expertise. Pacific Western's customized products and team of venture banking specialists provides a banking experience designed specifically with startups and VCs in mind. If you run a tech company or if you invest in tech companies, it's strongly advisable that you build a relationship with the folks at Pacific Western. Go to pacwest.com to learn more. On today's special segment, we have Peter Wilkins of Hyde Park Angels. Peter, have you made an investment that didn't work out, which has caused you to adapt or improve your approach? Or have you missed out on an investment that ended up doing very well? If so, what did you learn that has now changed the way that you invest and informed your process? So absolutely. I mean, I think that there's plenty of failures that I've experienced personally with my own startups, as well as looking across Hyde Park Angels portfolio. I will tell you that my own personal experience, choosing the right capital partner, one that is knowledgeable about the investment that needs to be made and what is expected of you and them is really critical. The wrong partner can pull you in so many directions. The right partner can pull you in the right directions. And that's just through my own experience. 
The other thing that I think we see is that if there's not alignment with the entrepreneur and the investor of what the vision is going to be and the strategy to get there, which a lot of times you assume is going to just kind of naturally unfold without spending some time up front to make sure you're aligned, you're six months down the road and all of a sudden there's a major conflict because different people had different expectations. So I'll use a marriage analogy. It's like, oh, honey, you want to have children? Well, I never wanted to have children. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but if you say, hey, you know what? We, don't, we never wanted to go after the consumer market, but we realized that if we focused on this specific market around security or around B2B, that was our initial three-year rollout. It is surprising. An entrepreneur does not have that conversation. And I think those are critical for entrepreneurs to, to consider, making sure that the vision and strategic direction of the organization is aligned with their investing partner. Yeah, we had John Houston on the program. He brought up the same thing, just getting the investors aligned with the founders. And then we also talked about the co-founders being aligned with each other on the vision and, and the ultimate exit potential and, and goals for the business. Yeah, absolutely. That will wrap up this installment of Investor Stories. Head over to thefullratchet.net to leave a comment, sign up for the newsletter, or find resources discussed on any of the episodes. Until next time, remember to over-prepare, choose carefully, and invest confidently. Thanks for listening.